dwarves have created a spectacular ice cream dessert called Violetta. But despite its deliciously rich ice cream and its irresistible crisp dark layers, Violetta could leave you with one small problem. Wars Vianetta. One slice is never enough. My name is DJ Bongo Boy. My name is MC Zaconium. <laughs> Welcome to this uh, very auspicious, or nearly auspicious, edition of the podcast, entitled... We All Scream! <laughs> That's not a Halloween show. Because it's 99, number 99, we thought, ice cream! Ice cream. Yes, with a chocolate flake. Yeah, yes, with a flake. A soft mm. serve, ice cream, whippy-esque. Maybe some chocolate sauce on top? I don't think that's a 99. <laughs> no, I that's, that's not something a else. You've gone off weird, the reservation there, It's a weird though. hybrid, a mutant ice cream. Yeah, that's you're going into the world of high luxury. <laughs> Next, you'll be sprinkling nuts on top of it. You're going into something else there. That's only for royalty. Ah. Is that also where the gold leaf on the cone goes as well? Is it for the right? Could be. Special yeah, editions. Could be. So every track on the show this week, yes, we managed to find enough music for a whole ice cream themed show. Has a gelato themed. And in amongst all of that, MC Zirconium and those unnecessary news. That's right. This week, a stew commonly eaten in vast quantities by sumo wrestlers. Mmm, <laughs> that sounds like a particularly good ice cream. We're going to get underway by playing a track from Emil Richards' very odd New Time Element album. Emil Richards is a percussionist extraordinaire who was very much into microtonal tuning and odd time signatures. For this album, he did a whole load of uh, fairly standard pop songs and jazz covers, but done in slightly wrong <laughs> time signatures. So if you're going to try and dance to this, you might you might find yourself tripping over. Uh, here's his version of a tune called Hot Fudge Sunday. Thank you. 
And that was John one note at a time. <laughs> Carpenter. If you only had monophonic sense, you could only play one note at a time. Well, they had multi-track, didn't they? <laughs> Other people managed it. With his track Target, Stroke, Ice Cream Man on the Edge there. Or just Ice Cream Man on Edge. From his album Assault on Precinct 13. Mm. And before that... Just an ice cream truck there. <laughs> yes. Creamsicle of my dreamsicle. <laughs> that was from WFMU, wasn't it? Yes, is WFMU that... is a site where you quite often go to to pick some bits of music that they, they played on their shows. I think they have two pages full of ice cream uh, tunes that you can download. <laughs> and that's one of them. It's very sinister stroke, quite uh, evocative of one's childhood, I suppose. Yeah. There's something slightly demented about that music, isn't there? <laughs> there is. I mean, even now, <laughs> I shouldn't really be able to hear ice cream truck <laughs> music on the moon. But no. I sometimes imagine that I can. <laughs> and it strikes fear into myself i can almost see myself as a small child being strangled by a man in an alleyway my uh, mr whippy dropping onto the floor oh, no. yeah horrifying horrifying that's the flavor of this whole show sugary sweet with an undercurrent of horror yeah, strangulation you were saying before that you thought you might be uh, tipping our audience over the edge with yes this, this whole show if you if you're a bit uh, if, you, if, you're, if your mental state is a little bit on the edge this might push you over. It's going to be a bit sinister, perhaps. This could double up as a, as a nice Halloween show, couldn't it? It could. Every time, I think we should have a little We should have a little game. Every time you hear ice cream music in the show, spoon some ice cream into your mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should say, actually, to get ready for this week's show, you should have had a few tubs of differently flavoured ice cream on Yeah, hand. expect to have a headache by the end of this. One of those really split, splitting ones, like your brain is complete brain freeze. That's what we're aiming for. Yes. Uh, we're now actually going to stick with WFMU for this next uh, track. And uh, if you know if you know us and if you know the WFMU radio station and their blog that they have, they and us are fond of the industrial opera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or kind of music that was com- composed for particular companies, events, executives, gatherings of one kind or another. Yeah, music, music that celebrates plastics <laughs> or, say, oil-based products or kitchen units. Yes, well, usually. yes, particularly <laughs> kitchen <laughs> units. Yeah. Somebody contributed this album. David Nodes. It's an album that was made by Lions Made in 1973. The title of it is Recorded Highlights of the 1973 Marketing Presentation at the Talk of the Town in London. <laughs> if, if that hasn't got you moving forwards on your seat, I don't know what will. Ten tracks of absolute uh, incredible and certainly not particularly uh, politically correct in some cases. Tunes on here. And name-checking, rather rather amusingly, and you'll hear it in this next track, name-checking individuals who worked for Lions Maid. I'm Shouting sure that, out, bigging them up. Yeah, bigging them up, that's right. I'm going to have a couple of tracks from this magnum opus <laughs> this evening's show, and we're going to start with a track called Get Behind It and Push. say while floating on her barge when Anthony looked down and said I think this thing's too large just get behind it and push Ooh. and you'll find you'll make the break if you get behind it and push Does Mr. MacPherson do when sales start looking deadly? 
He bravely keeps his chin up high Then screams at Brian Headley Just get behind me that push Ooh And you'll find you'll make the break If you get behind me that push Ooh You'll go And that was the Lions Made review there with Get Behind Me and Push from the 1973 album With Lions Made Your Laughing Libretti by Dennis Norden of uh, It'll Be Alright on the Night. <laughs> That's hey, right, yes. That was when he was at his peak. Some of his best work. <laughs> I think so, yes. Bless him. Oh, dear me. Oh, I wonder if that sort of thing is still going on. <laughs> Secretly. I like that. I love that idea, though, that you'd actually go to the trouble of pressing an album for, a, you know, like a, a marketing presentation. <laughs> I think if it's not happening, we should bring it back. This is what this is what the world was like before the PowerPoint right, took yeah. over and people started boring us with charts. If somebody was trying to rhyme... Deadly figures, and Brian Headley. Yeah, what rhymes with Headley and how can we somehow make this into a song? Here's oh, a list of 14,000 employees. If you could somehow work them into the song. We'll have another track, another choice selection at the end of the show, towards the end of the show. This is Project Moonbase. There are many ways in which you can get in touch with the show and find out more about the show. You can, for example, tweet us and read our tweets at uh, twitter.com slash projectmoonbase. That's the place to go to find out as soon as new edition of the podcast hits the deck. But if you want to find out more about the show and the music we play and the news stories, uh, please go to our website. Yes, head on over to projectmoonbase.com where you can find everything you need to know about the show, including lists of all the tracks we play and links to where you can find them on Amazon and iTunes. And if you are on iTunes, please rate and review Project Moonbase because it really helps the show. Thanks to everybody for listening and recommending Project Moonbase to your friends, families, enemies, co-workers, <laughs> dogs, cats, butchers. Distant ancestors. Fishmongers <laughs> particularly enjoy this show. And thanks to everybody who chipped in with a donation to help support the show. Project Moonbase is a listener-supported show, so if you're feeling inclined to purchase anything on Amazon, you can help us out by clicking on our affiliate button that's on the top right-hand side of the website. It's entirely anonymous, it doesn't cost you a penny, and it keeps us in Vianetta. We are now just one show away from our auspicious 100th. That's when we both turn into pumpkins. <laughs> That's right. 100th podcast coming up very soon. You still have about a week to submit ideas and musical contributions too. If you are a music maker, a maker of uh, tunes, please uh, send us your music. Uh, you can uh, let us know on Twitter by drawing our attention via hashtag PMB100. But if you just want to send stuff to us, you can do that through the website on email. Show at projectmembase.com. If you would rather simply recommend a piece of music for us to play on the show in part two of our double-length episode, you can use exactly the same methods and means. And now it's time to sidle up gingerly to the serving hatch of unnecessary news. It's that time of year again. It's the Ig Nobel Awards ah, for 2012. Wonderful. The silly cousin of the more sober Nobel Prizes. This year's uh, anatomical Ig Nobel went to researchers who found that monkeys can recognise each other from pictures of their bottoms. <laughs> I can do that with DJ Bongo Boy. <laughs> and vice versa. And from any angle as well. Strange. <laughs> There's that ass. <laughs> Franz de Waal of the Netherlands and US boffin Jennifer Hocorny went uh, to the ceremony to receive their prize for the aforementioned uh, monkeys recognised <laughs> other monkeys via their bottoms award. This is winners also included French researchers Emmanuel Ben-Susson and Michel Antoinetti's advice on how to stop colonoscopy patients from exploding. 
<laughs> and the US boffin Ruslan Krachuskanukov. <laughs> oh, crumbs. Sorry about this. And Hans Mayer's study on the dynamics of liquid sloshing, in which they revealed why hot coffee always spills over your hand. <laughs> A US UK team, including Dr. Patrick Warren, bagged the physics prize for calculating the balance of forces that shape the movements of a person's ponytail. I've been working on this for a long time. It must have been, because I don't think anyone had ponytails anymore. No, well, I don't know. Prog rock performers. <laughs> True. Yes, there are still a few out there. Media persons of one <laughs> sort or another. Unilever researcher Warren told the BBC, at Unilever, as you can imagine, there's a lot of interest because we sell a lot of hair care products. But there are wider applications as well. If you have a lot of fibres coming together, such as in fabrics. <laughs> Thanks for Do explaining. have a lot of fibres coming <laughs> yeah. together. I've also uh, wondered if we can contribute something to the whole area of computer animation, he said. Hair, for example, is something that is very hard to make look natural in animated movies. It's good that he's giving some thought to what he's wasting his ponytail <laughs> science on. <laughs> also in the list of uh, 2012 Ig Nobel Prizes... Psychology Prize, Anita Ireland and Rolf Zwan, the Netherlands, and Tulio Guadalupe, Peru, Russia and the Netherlands, for their study leaning to the left makes the Eiffel Tower seem smaller. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What it about does. leaning to the it right? It does. <laughs> I haven't bothered with that. Peace Prize, the SKN Company, Russia, for converting old Russian ammunition into new diamonds. <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Mm. Acoustics Prize, Katsutaka Kurihara and Koji Tasakada, Japan, for creating the Speech Jammer, a machine that disrupts a person's speech by making them hear their own spoken words <laughs> at a slight delay. <laughs> Ooh, that's just evil. It is, yeah. Neuroscience Prize, Craig Bennett, Abigail Bayard, uh, Michelle Miller and George Wolford, USA, for demonstrating by using complicated instruments and simple statistics can see meaningful brain activity anywhere, <laughs> even in a dead salmon. <laughs> You're having a little smoked salmon. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I can see any brain activity. <laughs> I can. Butter? Yes, please. <laughs> Chemistry prize went to Johan Peterson, Sweden and Rwanda for solving the puzzle of why in certain houses in the town of Anderslov, Sweden, people's hair turned green. <laughs> we didn't hear about that. The Literature Prize went to the US Government General Accountability Office for issuing a report about reports about reports that recommends the precipitation of a report about a report about a report about a report. <laughs> Good work. Well done. Well, that's clear. <laughs> It is. I'm sure the Plain English yes. Association will be interested in that. That's something to say. So you can find out more about that uh, via <laughs> Ignoble's own mm. website. I always like it when the actual uh, scientists involved in boffins turn up for these awards. I think it's nice. It's nice when they recognise. A surprising number of them. Do. I mean, it's, it's serious. It makes you was <laughs> yeah. it laugh first and think later. Mm. Ignoble, thank you so much. And now stroke your chins. You have been used. Gengori. Mm. Thank you, Mrs. Zirconium. Thank you, sir. Well, that decidedly ignoble selection of news stories. There'll be more later on in the show. It's now or never. Come, all be time. Kiss me, my darling. Be mine tonight. To My soul surrendered I will spend lifetime Waiting for the right time Now that you need The time is here at last It's now or never Come all be time Kiss me my darling Be mine Tonight, tomorrow will be too late. 
Just like a willow We would cry in ocean If we lost through love And sweet devotion Your lips excite me Let your arms invite me For knows when we meet again This way It's now or never Come all the time Kiss me my darling Be mine tonight Tomorrow Will be too late It's now or never My love away 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 With the Lions Made Fab Neapolitan Ice Cream. I'd like to have that played at my funeral. <laughs> it's psychotically <laughs> cheerful, isn't it? Oh, that man. would be lovely. What a lovely idea. Oh, that's from his wonderful album, Stand By for Adverts. Unfortunately, we didn't get to hear Barry. No. Sometimes he'll introduce a track, he will he? Yes. In a way, in a slightly apologetic nasal way. <laughs> He's a genius. He is a genius. And before that, Elliot Pilleram. It's now or never. Oh, Solomio, Best of Elvis. From the yes. album Best of Elvis. His, uh, where's he from again? Norway. He's Swedish. Swedish. Swedish, Swedish, yes. Swedish Elvis. Of course. He seems to play a little more fast and loose with pitch. <laughs> he does. Than uh, the true well, I thought Elvis. you might like that, because you, you know, you like, you're a fan of Wing. She's, she's fairly free and easy with the, the old uh, pitch registers, isn't she? Well, I don't know what you're saying there. <laughs> are you trying to say something bad about Wing? No, I like Wing. You're not that keen on Nile at Pilar, are you? I'm not, no. <laughs> if, I, if I was going in Sweden and I was going down a, the road and I saw him, you know, hitchhiking, I think I'd just leave him. I'm just going, good luck. Somebody will be along in a minute. I know there's a blizzard. I don't like yeah, his singing. Very harsh man. Am I? Harsh but fair. I think he's released quite a few albums, actually. But, I bet um, he has. <laughs> that was played, of course, because it was also used... Uh, oh, Solo Mio, on which that is based, of course, was used for the Conetto adverts as well. It does... You loosely, don't say. It does loosely fit into the theme of the show. Yeah. We've just had a fairly brief little uh, advert from uh, Barry Gray. We're going to have another bit of incidental music now from uh, John Baker of the BBC Ronnie Phonic Workshop. And this comes from the first of the two CDs, and this is his work at the Radiophonic Workshop. And it's from a series from 1968... Series which ran from 1966 to 1968 called Vendetta. 
Sadly, not the Annette. I was going to say, I thought that's what it was going to be about. <laughs> no, this particular episode was Vendetta, the Ice Cream Man, you see. Wow. Yeah. Hello. There's some lines to be drawn between <laughs> that know. and the future layered ice cream I, dessert. I don't remember this series, but apparently it was a short series of 36 black and white shows featuring crime fighting ex-mafia man Danny Scipio. Do you I have any recollection? I don't know it. No, I don't know. Yeah. We'll follow mm. that up. We'll follow up the Ice Cream Man with an ice cream lady. Oh, that's very equal <laughs> yes. of you.
that was, of course, Lorraine Bowen, Ice Cream Lady, from her 2006 album Songs from the Living Room, which is available on CD. If you go to projectbeamways.com, there will be a link thereon, which will enable you to acquire a copy of that. You may have recognised a certain distinctive sound. The sound of a ruler being twanged. John Baker uh, seemed to use that ruler on pretty much everything he did. Do you think it was the same ruler, or do you think he just had a massive stationary budget? <laughs> like, John, I want to have a word with you. There's quite a lot of money here on rulers. I like to think he had them all up on a wall, different, you know, uh, according to, to, to the note that they actually play, like yeah, the scale of rulers. But maybe you'd have those <laughs> shatterproof ones, the really short ones, <laughs> yeah. and then some metal ones and some wooden ones. That's all he used, rulers. He did a lot with them, though, didn't he? he? Did, oh, he did very Energetic. well. Energetic. <laughs> it was great, though. I was a little bit tired after it was that. quite free jazz as well. I'd like to see that uh, particular episode of Vendetta. I would. I'm, I'm, my interest is peaked now. <laughs> yes. We must have a look at the internet. I it's on DVD. This is the all uh, ice cream edition of Project Members. So you are indeed taking a scoop every time we reference ice cream on this week's show. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> you just keep up. Just caused a degree of <laughs> a throbbing headache, a throbbing headache. Well, like a blinding needle yeah. in the back of the eyeball. <laughs> yes, one of those. But now, dear listener, it's time to spoon the raspberry ripple of unnecessary news. Pain-relieving compounds as strong as morphine have been extracted from the venom of the black mamba, one of the world's deadliest snakes. Well, that's fun, isn't it? <laughs> I never saw that coming. No. Injecting the chemicals called mambalgins <laughs> or something similar into mice produced powerful pain relief without serious side effects. Well, they didn't doesn't say what they did to the mice, but I imagine it's something like. Do you ever have as a child one of those things that was like a mallet, but it was plastic yes, and it was sort yeah. of went. That's right, yeah. I like to think that that's what they were testing that on the mice. He's all right. The protein building blocks or peptides act on acid sensing ion channels, ASICS. Well, everyone knows that, which control the passage of electricity across cell membranes. Ion channels play a key role in the nervous system and are often targeted by the venom of poisonous snakes, spiders, and fish. Fish? There are venomous fish. What? Watch out. <laughs> Mamba aligns shut down ASICs, which are specific to sensory neurons to block pain signals. The scientists led by Anne Barron from the Institute of Molecular and Cellular Pharmacology in Valsbourne, France, wrote in the journal of uh, in the journal Nature, it is essential to understand pain better to develop new analgesics. Alright? And she goes on. The black mamba peptides discovered here have the potential to address both of these aims. Plus, they sound cool. <laughs> mm, so true. How do scientists come up with this stuff? They sort of decide, I know, we're, gonna, we're just going to inject some black mamba venom into some mice and see what know, happens. They, they've got a black mamba hanging around, <laughs> some mice, they've got some time. Yeah, let's see what we can do. <laughs> giant soldiers are needed to tackle a giant boiled egg, believed to be the biggest in Britain. <laughs> And there's a, there's a picture with this. Waitress Victoria Say sampled the giant boiled ostrich egg with what looks like a shovel. It's, uh, it's large. It's about the size of a head. Good Lord. Egg lovers can enjoy a cracking, eh? Cracking, because eggs crack. Cracking starts the day by ordering a huge soft-boiled ostrich egg, which comes with toast. A lot, I hope. A lot, like a half a loaf. I think so. Currently on sale at the Lightent Restaurant in London, uh, head chef Brendan Fylde created the egg. <laughs> Did he? That's, that's what <laughs> it says really? in this article, created the egg. No, he didn't. <laughs> Is head chef Brendan Fylde claiming that he laid an egg? The egg, laid by an ostrich, is equivalent to 20 hen's eggs. <laughs> and it costs £60 <laughs> as Big part beef. of a special breakfast, which hilariously... Is uh, created to celebrate British Egg Week. Hmm. Obviously not as hilarious when, as I thought. When, when is British Egg Week? It's coming up. <laughs> Poached or fried, customers can enjoy 11 different varieties of egg, including <laughs> caviar and turkey flavours, which can be cooked in six different ways. Chef Fylde says boiling an egg is supposed to be the first thing you learn as a cook. And this one was a real challenge. It takes 45 minutes to boil the uh, ostrich egg. And if you're in a bit more of a hurry, you can have it fried or scrambled in a third of the time. <laughs> egg Week is an annual event which I've never heard of before. Mark it in your diary. World Egg Week or World Egg Day is on October the 12th. Really? Mm. Wow. There you go. 
And finally, if you want to order the new pizza at Salvatore's, you might have to show ID because the Boston Eatery is now serving a pizza that is cooked with vodka. They usually they use flames, don't they? <laughs> yes. Chef Victor Paon described it in the following way. We got some dried Italian cherries and we cooked them. They were too tough. He said, so obviously we had to soak them a little. So I decided to soak them in raspberry vodka. Obviously. The result is the Vignola cherry pizza, which also is topped with mozzarella, gorgonzola, prosciutto and orange blossom honey. Mm. Sounds a little bit weird. He should be a scientist, I think. He's, He's a, a pizza scientist. Pizza scientist, the most He's... important kind of science. <laughs> no, the science not. of pizzas has brought us pizzas, <laughs> among other things. Well, that's very sobering, isn't it? <laughs> it is. You have been used. Chima. Thank you, Mrs. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For a particularly gastronomic selection of news stories. There'll be more next week's show. You should hear those college boys, gee, they make an awful noise when they sing their Eskimo tra-la-la. They've got a leader, big cheerleader, oh, what a guy. He's got a frozen face just like an Eskimo boy. When he says, come on, let's go, though it's 45 below, listen what those Eskimo all holler. Come on, let's go. Ice cream, you cream, we all cream, right cream, rock, rock.
And that was Hello, Artist Unknown. Yes. From the uh, WFMU page on Ice Cream Van Music. <laughs> yes. Chip tune-esque. Yes, yes I like that. I'd like to hear more chip ice cream music. I'd love to know who did that and if, they, <laughs> if they've done any more. Yes. It's fine work, particularly the use of the word hello in the middle of it. That is particularly weird. Mm. <laughs> The um, WFMU page on ice cream track music has pages and pages of comments. It's obviously kicked up quite a discussion. And that one had uh, several comments on its own, including this one from the St. Louis area. The Hello one has been making the rounds around the suburbs in St. Louis for the last few years and has been weirding out my friend's dog. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. I'd love to know how exactly he knows that dog is experiencing weirdness. Weirdness, yeah. It's got a kind of quizzical expression. (laughs) These are all downloadable, free of charge. If you go to projectmoonwaves.com, we'll have uh, a little button with the word free on it, which you can use to uh, get your own copy to, to weird out your your neighbour's dog. Oh, you're just, just relatives. Just <laughs> anybody. That no. would make a really good ringtone, I think. <laughs> I'll get on it right away. Now, we're going to have, as promised, another track from this wonderful industrial opera made for the uh, marketing presentation in 1973 by Lion's Maid. <laughs> this is a very romantic little number about a, a shop owner pining for an employee at Lion's Maids. It is, in fact, the girl on the Lion's Maid phone. Just look at my cabinet. There's three gross of fabinet. I could not find room in it. For even one zoom in it, I've got charcoals and totems galore. So why do I keep ordering more? I'm in love with the sound of her voice, the girl on the lion's made phone. Just the way she says raspberry ripple Makes my happiness double and triple Dark satin and caramel gold Is the sound of that voice on the phone And when she murmurs Cornish Vanilla It's more like music Than Lulu Or Scylla At her every call I give my all Till my freezer Is just Chuck a block But while I can hear That voice in my ear I don't care what it does to my stock She's my sweet treat, my angel, my smash That girl on the lion's made phone Each time she says Mivy, my heart is a skivvy Twas her cola roller that tilted my bowler it used up my credit but oh how she said it i worship each wafer and cone of the girl on the lion's made phone the girl of my choice with the ice creamy voice the girl on the lion's made phone. That was the girl on the lion's made phone from the lion's made review <laughs> from the album With Lion's Made You're Laughing. <laughs> a romantic little number it was, about yes. a man who compulsively ordering ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> Very strange. Yes, I'm not sure we can do that. This is the uh, all ice cream edition of Project Moonbase. We've got one more tune to play before we leave you. I have been a DJ Bongo Boy. I hope you haven't had too much of an ice cream headache throughout this show. I have been MC Zirconium. Do you want sprinkles on that? <laughs> 
Now, one of the joys of putting these uh, shows together when we have a theme is that it turns up all sorts of oddities that uh, I wasn't previously aware of. And this next one is an example. This is a Venezuelan harpist called uh, Hugo Blanco. Eso conjunto. And uh, <laughs> hello. I don't quite understand how this works, but he's released 15 volumes of what are called Collection de Exitos, which basically means hits. So he's released 15 albums of hits. He's popular. He's He's very, very popular. He clearly is popular in Venezuela. There's some wonderful stuff on that collection. Of I can't can't confess to have listened to all of it, but uh, the the stuff I've dipped into is is uh, great. And I think he could be another artist that we return to on a regular basis. We're going to leave you with a wonderfully ice cream themed tune of his called Helado de Baquia, which means little basket of ice cream. I think it's the most difficult way to eat ice cream. <laughs> in a ice basket. cream in a basket, and it's a hot it's a hot day. You've really got to get you that got, down you you quick got, before yeah. it melts through the wickerwork. It's not a very good design. Right to your lap. They didn't really think it <laughs> no, through. Clearly not. Until next week, dear listener, which twin has the Tony? your moon flags at the ready put the champagne on ice yes next week on project Moonbase, celebrating 100 glorious episodes we bring you a special two-part gatefold centenary edition of music by and for our friends